From the brains behind Brains On, this is the moment of um. Moment of Um comes to you from APM Studios. I'm Purple. Um. <laughs> Hello there. So nice to meet you. I'm the color purple. No, not the award-winning movie from 1985. The actual color. Surely you've met my friends, blue and red. We're really close. I don't know. Our personalities just blend really well together. We share a ton of hobbies, like coming together to create the most beautiful sunsets, making up new Slurpee flavors, or organizing our bookshelves by color. My favorite book is Harold and the Purple Crayon, naturally. Lately, though, Blue and Red have been spending a lot of time on a new hobby, learning about different countries and their flags. Did you know there are 195 countries in the world, and they all have different flags? Most country flags have either red or blue in them. And that's cool, I guess. But there are only two countries whose flags have purple in them, Nicaragua and Dominica. Which, to be honest, makes me feel a little left out. Like, what's wrong with purple? I mean, the purple parrot on the flag of Dominica is pretty cool. But what about all the other national flags? Why do different countries even have different flags anyway? Turns out, one of our listeners had the same question. So we found someone who could answer it. So flags really are a way for us to talk to each other. You know, we can use our voices to talk to each other. We can wave at each other and use hand signals. But we can also use flags. And the best way to sort of think about this is when they were sailing ships all across the oceans back in in olden times, you needed to be able to see if there was a ship in the distance, who were they? Where were they coming from? Are they your friend? Are they a pirate? You know, and so flags were a very easy way to communicate. Here's who I am. Here's where I'm from. And so when you think about the question of how did places get their own flags, it started with that. My name is Michael Green, and I am what they call a vexillologist, which is just a fancy word for a person who really likes flags and uh, studies them, designs them, collects them, things like that. Well, flags, you know, they usually don't have words on them because you can never really be sure as who's going to look at your flag. Maybe they don't speak your language. And so it needs to be something that's easily uh, rememberable. And then of course, when it comes to making the flags, you can use a lot of things about your place or who you are to design it. So the United States is a great example. We have those 13 stripes and they all have the meaning of our original 13 colonies. And then the 50 stars are represent each one of the 50 states. And so the United States flag is not just, you know, random. It, 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 it tells something about who we are as a country and our history, too. My favorite country flag is Antigua and Barbuda, which are two islands in 
the Caribbean. And I just really like the picture that their flag paints. The flag of Antigua and Barbuda is red primarily, but there's a nice big letter V cut out of the middle. And then you have sort of what looks like you're looking out to the horizon. You're looking over a beach out to the sea and then the sun is setting over the ocean. My favorite state flag, I think, is New Mexico because it's nice and bright yellow and has a really cool Zia symbol in the middle of it, which is a, a sacred symbol of the indigenous people in New Mexico. The reason I love flags is because they are so simple. They're just pieces of cloth. Sometimes they're just two colors or three colors, but yet they can bring out the deepest emotions within humans. And, you know, if somebody is, is flying a flag, they could feel so much pride or they could feel a lot of anger. Of course, it's not the cloth. It's what they represent and what they mean. And I just think it's so fascinating. Um, um, um. All right. I guess it makes sense now that red and blue are so popular. A red flag is easy to see from far away, and blue looks nice with red. My friends really are the best. Also, after doing my own research on flags, I learned that purple has been a very exclusive color used in the royal flags of kings and queens. Not to throw shade, but maybe you've heard of a little hue called imperial purple, a color reserved for emperors. Yeah, we're totally related. Now, please excuse me. I have new Slurpee colors to invent. I'm thinking grape or beet or purple potato. The purple sky's the limit. If you like this episode, take a second to subscribe to Moment of Um wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn about another colorful flag featuring yours truly, check out the Forever Ago podcast, where we have a whole episode all about the history of the pride flag. If you have a question, we'd love to help you answer it. Drop us a line by going to brainson.org slash contact. See you next time and the next day and every weekday. Until then, um... Nobody told me that imperial purple was made from squished sea snails. I'll never be able to look a sea snail in the eye again.